Hey, welcome to the Midnight Special with Ben Yaxley and Tim Gates. And so this is the very first episode of our new show for MIDI enthusiasts by MIDI enthusiasts. I've known Tim for how many years would you say? Uh, I just uh, I met you on the bus. Like, uh, who are you? No, in all seriousness, uh, Ben and I, uh, we've known each other for going on 12 years. Um, 12, 12 years. Um, Tim is actually my roommate. He lives a couple floorboards above me, only a thin layer separating his room and my room. And sometimes when I'm laying down in bed at night, practicing my beatboxing, I hear some very strange sounds coming from above me, caused by Tim. And these sounds as this really interesting music like I've ne- never heard until I one day struck up a conversation with Tim. Uh, oh yeah, well, uh, what you would have been hearing, Ben, was uh, not my uh, Nintendo 3DS, but more likely my fantastic collection of MIDIs. MIDIs, that stands for... Musical Instrumental Digital Interface, Ben. Oh, cool. Right. So that's what people mean when they say MIDI. They don't mean like a Carlton MIDI... Um, although that's equally uh, delicious. <laughs> yeah, well... Um, uh, and for people who hear this acronym MIDI, how does it differ to an MP3 or a WAV? Um, what's the deal with MIDIs, Tim? All right, well, uh, the biggest difference is that a MP3, for example, is a WAV file. Now, waves that uh, you know, is like a wavelength, like you would hear in real life, things like that. Uh, and they're very uh, storage intensive. You know, you get these big files, okay, with wave files. So no good, no good. Uh, but what I'm talking about MIDI's, I'm talking about <clears throat> more like a sheet music. If you can imagine sheet music rather than a wave file, uh, and the computer looks at this sheet music and says, "Wow, look at all these notes that I can play. I want to play them out right now." That's really interesting, Tim, and it might pay to give our listeners a sort of uh, juxtaposition between an MP3, a standard MP3 you might hear on RTRFM, versus the MIDI version of it, and you can hear the difference for yourself. Okay, so this is the uh, WAV version. I think I remember this song. Yeah. From um, 2012. That's right. A lot of good memories from the song. <laughs> yeah, we used yeah. to sing. We used oh. to sing it, me and Tim. I just love the uh, feel-good vibe about this song as well. Yeah. But anyway, it really gets me wanting to drink just so I can have this hangover again. Yeah. Okay, that's enough of a hangover MP3 or WAV. All right. Is it so a WAV? Yeah, it's a WAV. Everyone loves that song, you know, uncompressed WAV. I mean, sure, it sounds great, okay, but you want to, like, haul around 20 megabytes in your uh, uh, pocket? No, you don't. Let's listen to the uh, 32 kilobyte version MIDI. You can really bang your head to this. Yeah, it's still got the rhythm. It still sounds crystal clear, but there's something different about it. It's like um, taking a photo of you and your buddies 
pre-Nashville filter <laughs> versus uh, post-Nashville filter, which is what this is. <clears throat> yeah, it's just got an honest, wholesome feel to it. And none of this, like, um, you know, horrible, uh, you know, gangster influence, you know, no <laughs> drugs or, like, no, no horrible yeah. rock and roll influence. It's yeah. just the pure music. And, yeah, and you can't... You can't even hear him talk about having a hangover because yeah. there's no words. This is the thing. You, if you have kids, you don't want people listening to you know the MP3 version with these abhorrent lyrics. So you just want you know the fresh, clean instrumentals, and this is what you get with MIDRs. Yeah, and you still really get the sort of angst yeah. and uh, despair of the original song, but yeah, it doesn't have those sort of uh, antisocial messages. Yeah, absolutely. So. I'm pretty impressed by this one, and you were saying that one of the, the cool things about MIDI files is that you can actually change the instruments behind the song at a click of a button or a few clicks. Yeah, that's correct. Now, not only do you have this tiny little file that you know you can just carry in your pocket, it's amazing, uh, but you can also do all sorts of crazy things like it, change the instruments, you can change the um, sound fonts, which I'll talk about later. And to our friends listening live who are bloody sending us messages on Facebook making that ding sound, I want you to stop because we're recording this live and you're ruining the audio. Yeah. Uh, You can also change the pitch of the whole song, you can change the tempo, things like that. Wow. um, Yeah, I I knew you'd be impressed by that. Everybody sounds impressed when I tell them the capabilities of MIDIs. Okay, so you're watching John Williams' orchestra live at the Perth Concert Hall, but suddenly you have the key to the backstage, and you can just, you know, say we could pause time in real life. That'd be cool. We could get up to a lot of mischievous stuff, man, you be doing going to places where we shouldn't be. But um, what we could do is we could get on stage, take John Williams' conducting wand... And start conducting the orchestra, do a switcheroo. That's right. Start making the oboes play the drums, the violins play the harpsichords. Yeah. And that's you can do that at a click of a button, which Classical is pretty cool. Classical guitar. How about guitar? That's what I'm talking about. So imagine we're live at a Wilco performance in Chicago. I can and see they're playing that. one of the... Um, 1996 uh, being their track Out of Sight, Out of Mind and we're enjoying it we think Out of Sight is right (laughs) (laughs) but we think maybe uh, there could be room for uh, some choir noises in there yeah you know what I would love something angelic so we take it into Aria Maestra a cool MIDI app and we go do a switcheroo on some of the instruments Okay, overdrive guitar, jeez. Sounds a little too hardcore for my ears. How about uh, some... Oh, yeah. Cool. And is there a way to make it so that the choir R is going solo so we can just hear their work? Yeah, you're right. You know what? Um, All these, you know, other instruments, it's just... It's giving me a headache. I, I just want to listen to those uh, beautiful solo voices. Oh, 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 oh. 
probably sing along to this. You you yeah. wouldn't be able to do that before. You couldn't do that before. No, I mean no. you could sort of, but you'd be pumping your hand rather than like holding your voice box like a little choir boy. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> so this is cool and you can have so much fun with midis just messing around changing the song structure without having knowing even how to play a guitar so the next yeah. best thing is starting a cover band of wilco so why uh, you want to learn harmonica band all right well why bother when you have yeah My love, you don't talk much, but you're such a fast talker. Whoa, whoa, my love. See, I liked this when is... it was the choir because I could sing along to it. Now, I don't know the lyrics. Yeah, but true. What, what, what are you singing, Ben? I just want to sing my choir R's. That's all I want. Yeah, it's a bit alienating to people like Tim, who yeah. don't know the Wilco back catalogue. But so there's something in a MIDI file for everyone, whether you're a newbie or you're a hardcore old country veteran, you can enjoy any sort of file. Are there any other um, uh, instruments in here that you recognize that maybe, I don't know, like perhaps the... Like... Mm, I can't read. <clears throat> so we see a visual interpretation of the notes of the song, Let's as see. if we'd opened up, you know... Jeff Tweedy's songbook of his original guitar notation. Mm. There's quite a few instruments here. It's amazing he was able to play these all by himself. Yeah. Um, in fact, he needed... Uh, didn't he need a whole band to play this silly song? He needed, what, like five, he six needed five guys, yeah. yeah, yeah just, what, uh, just me and Tim in this studio. We're yeah, doing the same thing. And my computer. You did. Ben and, and I, and a computer... We're listening. We're, we're playing great music right here in the studio. Yeah, let's let's play let's again. Work. Get that harmonica off solo, and let's okay. just uh, let's just rock out. But I'd like to try a different instrument. And okay. I think I'd like to try uh, maybe something kind of exciting, like a uh... um, goblins. Goblins, yeah. To get a whole band of just goblins singing a cappella in real life. Need to walk down to New Zealand to jump on the Lord of the Rings step. <laughs> but on this, touch the button. Yeah, we're to patrol. And the goblins ran away because they were so scared of our our technology. Alright, let's try let's try another file. Wait, Tim, is this the same song we just listened to? Uh, well, of course not. No, no, no. This is, um, this is the soundtrack from Lord of the Rings, um, Two Towers. This is the, uh, Battle of Helm's Deep. Remember how they... So, um, you know, the goblins, uh, try to take Helm's Deep, and what you're hearing is, like, the, the, the... Yeah, the MIDI the, version the of that battle, yeah. Oh, because there's no MIDI source. That's why you're hearing so. all these gunshots, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But so. there were guns in Lord of the Rings as well, so... Um, <laughs> well, off, offset when the camera wasn't rolling. Yeah, well, um... Because Peter Jackson had a lot of... I, I think that was part of the Cimmerillion, the, the guns. But they worked <laughs> it in. Because Peter Jackson wanted more money, so he, He's... That's like the, um... You know, the, the, uh, the bridge to the Cimmerillion trilogy that he's going to make. Right, so they the guns. guns. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. I'm thinking Because in the Cimmerillion technology had advanced quite a lot. They had, like, plasma cannons. Yeah, well, um, uh, before the ring was found, and after... Isn't there, like, a 2,000-year gap between when the ring was lost and when it was found? Think about that. Like, we had guns by then. You go back 2,000 years, Jesus is on the cross. And now we got um, BB guns and... Um, right, right. So you're like saying that, snipers and all that... Let's play the song again. And no scopes. Let's play the song stuff. again. Right, so you're saying this song is from the Lord of the Rings soundtrack yes, to the I told you prequel. What? And that the it's not a prequel, it's, it's a sequel. Simmer, the Cimmerillion. Yeah. I don't know my Lord of the Rings. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a prequel to the Cimmerillion. So the Cimmerillion is set in the future. And this is like uh, after the Return of the King. And this is when they have guns. But they have guns in the two towers as well. That's But it's just not that many. So what you're listening to yeah, are they the have guns. guns offset. They have guns offset because, you know, one of the, no, no, you one can of the see orcs them. might you get out of line. You can see the guns. Orcs are famous for being violent, so Jackson's yeah. created guns on them the whole time. Yeah, no, but uh, Legolas has a gun. He, right. He's going down, uh, using, using a shield as a surfboard. He's firing arrows, right? Yeah. When he jumps off, he pulls out his gun. And um, he shoots Gimli, like, in the, in the lead. And he's like, Oh, you know, my, uh, my girlish figure, or something like that. Right, that's why he said that. And yeah. that's why he was... And that's there. why he has to get tossed. He's like, toss me! You know, like, let's show my leg! That's why he had to get tossed. Because his right. leg got shot by Legolas. I mean, I, I saw this in cinemas, I didn't see that, but you had the director's cut DVD. It might have been the director's yeah. cut. But, I mean, like, you had to be paying attention. Yeah, true. It was a pretty um, minor scene. Yeah, yeah, but... Uh, no, that's... Uh, Alright, that's, that's pretty cool. Now let's, uh, let's go to a new segment um, called Tim's Midi Theatre. And the backstory behind this segment was back in high school, me and Tim went to the same school. Um, we'd both catch the Callum on the bus every day. And every day, Tim would have his headphones in... And Tim would just be eyes closed, just in his whole own world, listening to these. And sometimes I got to put in a earbud because I was Tim's best friend, yeah. and we just sit and listen together. And yeah, my reality wasn't the bus. That wasn't my reality. My reality was in my mind. Yeah, um, creating <laughs> uh, vast scenarios in my head using um, the accomplice of uh, these MIDI files. You know, I could imagine anything. I could be anywhere. You know, like I was saying, you know, we could uh, pretend we were in Lord of the Rings just by changing the, um, you know, piano the, the to piano goblins. to the goblins uh, uh, instrument. <laughs> yeah, that's so powerful. And I'm so glad, you know, when you played those midis at 3am in the morning the other night when I was trying to get some sleep before work. I remember these times on the bus when me and Tim would just be bopping our heads to some uh, great midi files. You are listening to the Midi Night Special. Take it away, Tim. But I think that's part of the um, part of what's what makes a mini so exciting. You don't know what's coming next. You've got all these um, mid files dot you know called uh, AU zero 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 two. 
What is that? I don't know what that is. I'm so excited to hear it. Yeah, yeah. That's what Let's I'm talking it. about. Let's hear it. And that's why I don't catalog my minis. Yeah. Because by cataloging it, you're really, you know, just archiving it dead in its tracks. Like a butterfly collection. That's right. You don't want the bureaucracy to be ruling your music. You're yeah. your own guy. You know, you're an individual. And I just saw a MIDI that caught my eye. And maybe let's... It's called Ben Sun. Dot mid. That's my name. And it's like almost... You're saying that I'm a son to you. Ben Sun. Yeah, um... I'm just curious. Maybe the, we'll let the music... You weren't... For itself. Now, with this in mind... I can imagine what it might be like to have a son called Ben. He's a, uh, like a naughty kid. Doesn't necessarily clean up after himself. But he's not afraid to show that he's a fun guy and he can have a laugh here and there. I can imagine if I had a son called Ben, he'd be, um, you know, he'd come home with, uh, like a C, C plus, which, you know, wasn't the greatest, but... At the same time, he's got some sort of great hobby that counters that. You know, I could... Like, uh, he's this fantastic painter, and I think that's what makes this bittersweet song reflect, um, you know, the experience of what might... what it might be like having a song called Ben. So, well... Yeah. I think, um... I'd like to give you another shot just uh, choosing one of these midis and I'm going to come up with some kind of um, uh, rich environment. Alright, let's let's try um, uh, do a random scroll. Okay, stop. Now click that one. So I can see this walking down uh, Beaufort Street. Uh, it's a lovely sunny day. Um, there are a couple of chihuahuas barking at me on the road. Uh, I walk past and um, give them a uh, like a mean look. Um, the lady comes up. You can't look at my dogs that way. How dare you? Uh, I say, hey, lady. Um, my eyes are none of your business. She lets the dogs off. I start running down the street. Now, um, you know, you wouldn't think that because these are chihuahuas. Uh, but boy, they can run, okay? I run so fast, I run into somebody's uh, Ford Falcon. I get sweep right off my feet. I hit the back of my head on the road. Next thing I know, I'm at Princess Margaret Hospital getting stitches in the back of my head. Now, the great thing about Princess Margaret Hospital Things are looking up because the clown patrol is here. Gonna give me a laugh. Gonna like, um, you know, I'm gonna get over it. That's the great thing about this song is it just ends nicely. Okay, it's got a nice ending. Yeah, and it doesn't stick around too long to hear the end of Tim's story either. <laughs> so that way, let me do one. I want to make right. up a story. Yeah, maybe ben. I my storytelling skills aren't that good, but um. You don't have to think, just feel it. Just feel it. And it'll come to you. All right. you know, listen to, like, the atmosphere of the song. Don't fight it, feel it. Yeah. How about, um... 
just uh, close my eyes. I don't want to know okay. what the song is called because that I'll start thinking of uh, cool ideas. All right. Yeah. Me and my dad are having lunch in a ritzy uh, hotel restaurant. A fairly attractive waitress comes up and offers to buy me and my dad a drink. We pull our shirts and we say, okay, free drinks. My dad's uh, married (laughs) and I might as well be. But we say, okay, and we raise our eyes. She puts a nice ice block in it because, you know, it's like giving a tip. And you raise your eyes at a fine lady. <laughs> Me and my dad are knocking these back. And we laugh. Fade to, uh, fade to black. Oh yeah, well, that was... Um... Yeah, that was fine. That was... Uh, a... I could definitely see that. And you know what? I felt pretty jealous. <laughs> she sounded like a very lovely lady then. <laughs> yeah. You are listening to the Midnight Special. Take it away, Ben. So uh, this is the Midnight Special, and it's getting towards the end, where we do our um, famous uh, guess the song prize winner contest. So you're gonna listen to this song that we play and guess what song it is as the original MP3 version. So if you. Can if you can guess what this song is, call 9260-9210 you win a prize. Tim knows. So uh, if, you, if you could win an exclusive uh, CD-ROM, hand-packed with chosen midis, hundreds of them potentially, because how many midis could fit on a 700 megabyte CD-ROM? Oh, well, this is the great thing about midis. Let's say I want to put WAV versions of these things on your 700 megabyte CD. What do I get? Maybe like like 70 songs on there, huh? Yeah, 700. 700 megabytes? Try 7,000 songs. 7,000 MIDI songs. That's right. 7,000. If you want to be the lucky owner of 7,000 new MIDIs, all of them you can take into a program like Oriolus Matsuruzi and change the instruments yourself. Be your own composer. If you want to be this of a treasure trove, all to yourself, call 9210-9260. Say what that song we just played was, and it's yours. Hey. And uh, can you give us a sample of one of the songs that will be on this uh, CD-ROM? Yeah, sure. You know, I'd be happy to. (laughs) 
That's a really cool one. And, you know, I hope, I hope you get to hear it and I hope you have been enjoying the Midi Night Special because that's the end of it. It's a shame, but the Midi Magic doesn't end there. You can find hundreds of Midis on the internet. Not as many as Tim has, but lots of Midis for free. Download, listen at your own will on the internet. The journey only begins by listening to this to the Midnight Special. But you know what I recommend? Don't stop there at listening. Create your own. You know, give back to the MIDI community. Make your own. Come up with sweet tunes. Put them in an MIDI um, sequencer. And share them with your friends. Share the love. Um, I'd love to. I'd love to. How do I do this? So you're going to get like a... Um, some sort of free uh, MIDI sequencer like uh, Aria Maestosa, that's a free Mac MIDI composer. And let's both spell it out, the name of this program, so that people can do it. Alright. A R I A M Space Space M A E S T O S A. Aria Maestosa. You can find that on Google or Bing. Oh wait, we didn't sign off. Okay, yeah. Okay, uh, <laughs> thanks a lot, Radioheads and Midifiles, and we'll see you next month for the MIDI special, MIDI Night Special Episode 2.